Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. And uh, I'm your host as always, David Calvert. And uh, really, really thankful and grateful that you guys are really enjoying the show. That you're listening, that you're sharing the show with others. I mean, it's just so amazing to, to just be a part of something where I'm sharing stories and telling you guys about what I'm doing in business and that you're, you know, interested in this and that you are taking time out of your day to listen to my show. You know, it's just really, really amazing. And I am so grateful for every one of you who are listening. Um, you know, it just means a lot. So thank you guys. So what I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about today is, is about taking a step back. And, um, you know, when you're, when you're frustrated, when you don't know which way to turn, when you're, um, you know, stuck, when you don't know what to do, um, you know, there's always a simple solution that you can find. And, um, you know, it's, um, sometimes you just have to step away from it. You know, sometimes you have to step back and say, you know what, I get it. You know, I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm looking at this the wrong way. I just need to go focus on something else and come back to it, right? So, you know, I mean, I have uh, found so many times that, you know, just going back and looking at another... Um, another, uh, something else, you know, just, just stepping away, maybe even going to sleep, you know, like if it's late, you know, I remember when I was younger, I would get stuck on boss battles, uh, playing role-playing games, and I just could not get past them, I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm too much into this, I can't see the solution on how to beat this, this particular boss, so I'm going to say, you know, hey, I'll just stop, you know, it's, it's midnight, let's go to bed, come back to it with a fresh set of eyes, and go from there, and I'd come back the next morning, I'd be like, oh, this is the pattern, this is how you beat them, you know, and the same thing's true with everything in life, you know, anything you can do uh, recently, um, and what kind of inspired this was uh, recently, um, saw a video put out by Derek Stroh, uh, who I had on the show, um, you know, I did that YouTube collaboration video with them, which I did the audio and put out here uh, for you guys just a couple episodes back. And um, he was talking about, he was trying to upload a video, and it wouldn't upload from his computer, so he was trying to send it to his phone. He just could not get it to work. And um, he tried and tried and tried and just got frustrated with it. I was like, you know what? It's not happening. So he went and worked on some other stuff, you know, stepped away from it for a couple hours, came back later, you know, on in the day, and was like, you know what, I wonder if, what my phone storage looks like, because maybe it's just, it's full and it can't receive the, the, um, the photos, or the video, you know, can't receive it because there's not enough memory. So he looks, and sure enough, that's the case. He was able to step back from the situation, look, and see a simpler solution. And, um, you know, that's, that's been true. I mean, that's not just like a few isolated incidences. I have a, a short history lesson 
from way, way, way back in time, from before 300 BC. So um, there was a prophecy in ancient Greece that the next man who rode through um, the city would be on a, on a cart or buggy uh, that would be made king. He would be the new ruler of Greece. Um, now, a very, very poor, uh, you know, man decided that he was going to move to the city. You know, he did not know of this prophecy. He lived out and uh, was probably doing what most people do when they move to the city, is looking for new opportunities. So, he, uh, you know, got his wife on the cart. He got on the cart what little possessions they have, and they rode to the city of... Pythagora and you know, when he gets there people were just amazed you know people were like wow this guy rode in on a cart it's true the prophecy came true there was a person who came into the city in which apparently uh, cart ownership back then in Greece was pretty rare <laughs> apparently because the simple fact that this guy happened to roll into town and then be made king so he went from probably one of the poorest people in the nation of Greece to one of the now most powerful and richest people in the nation of Greece. So what did our good friend Gordius do? He took his cart and offered it to Zeus as a sacrifice for his good fortune and as a thank you gift to Zeus. Very, very honorable thing to do for Gordius, you know, great guy, and uh, he tied a knot to it. Um, if you're into mathematics um, or uh, you know, logic puzzles, uh, you're probably familiar with the Gordian knot. Well, this was the guy. So, you know, he was very, uh, you know, very well received because he made the sacrifice. And he ties this knot to tie it up in the in the um, uh, temple of Zeus as a sacrifice. So. Um, he ties an extremely elaborate knot, probably so it'll never be taken, because obviously that's his claim to fame. He rode that cart and now he was king. So he, um, another prophet comes around and makes a prophecy and says that the person who can figure out how to untie Gordius's knot will rule all of Asia. So yeah, who wouldn't want that? I mean, here we are, Gordius the king. He tied this elaborate knot. If I'm, if I can figure this out, the gods will grant me the known world as uh, my kingdom. You know, who wouldn't want that, right? So people came, and it's a very much, and this is probably where the sword and the stone story came from. Uh, is actually Gordius and uh, his knot. Um, and I don't know enough about the Sword and the Stone mythos to know uh, if that's where it supposedly came from, but this was the uh, the belief thing, you know, is that you know whoever untied this knot would rule the world. So obviously, a lot of really influential people, a lot of really smart people, came from all over to try and figure this knot out. They could not figure it out. So right around 333 BC. Um, a young man by the name of 
Alexander comes to try his luck. He's very ambitious. He's um, narcissistic, uh, as many believe, because his name that he gave himself was Alexander the Great. You know, and so he comes to take a look at the knot. He was a student of Aristotle, actually. He studied directly under Aristotle, so he understood logic. He was very well read. He was very smart. Um, logic, puzzles, the whole nine yards. Aristotle would have exposed him to some of the greatest, most amazing philosophies of that time. And um, you know, Aristotle, Plato, you know, all these guys were some of the smartest people that ever had walked the earth. And a lot of their philosophies and um, scientific discoveries are still used today. Um, granted, you know, changed and altered and updated, but you know, they're still the baseline principles are still the same. So, if you look at Pythagoras, you know, he created, you know, a lot of the mathematical theories that we use today. You know, it's taught in school still, um, and Pythagoras, not a lot of people know, but he also um, came up with the scales for music. You know, that by skipping notes. You'll find harmonies and rhythms to notes, uh, to, to chords, and you know. So he came up with the mathematical theories behind music as well. So you, if you've ever learned a musical instrument, you learned scales and fifths and all of that. He was kind of one of the founding fathers for creating all of that. So anyway, you get this kid Alexander. He's very young. Nobody thinks he can figure it out. Very likely, you know, they're like, I couldn't figure that not out. If I had a hundred years. This kid's gonna come in and figure it out. Nah, you know, there's, I'm sure there was plenty of older people that were sitting there, you know, philosophers and you know, rulers over towns and villages that were like, yeah, this kid can't can't do it. So as the story goes, um, he walks up and he examines the knot very closely. He realizes that there's no way whatsoever to untie this knot without manipulating it, without manipulating the rope. The knot's old, you know, it was tied very well. Um, in studying it, a lot believe that actually um, Gordius actually uh, heated and fused the rope together so that there was no way for it to be actually untied. Um, you know, actually kind of like, I guess, pulled apart the rope and maybe heated up the ends and fused it to itself. So it was like an endless rope. So he looks, he sees all this, realizes, yeah, it's impossible. It can't be done without outside-the-box thinking, without looking at this from a different perspective. <clears throat> so, um, again, as the story goes, he kind of steps back and turns away. And it's believed that people thought, oh, yeah, well, he's figured out he can't do this. Of course, I can't do it. Of course he can't do it. He uh, then draws his sword and turns and slices the rope. <coughs> and uh, in doing so, unties it. It was the simplest solution. It was the most logical solution. Yet he was the only one who saw it because he didn't look at it from a complicated mindset. He looked at it, he realized what it was, he saw what he couldn't do, he stepped back, he thought about it, and then he executed a different 
perspective. He executed a different mindset, and he came up with the solution to untie Gordius's knot. Now you may say that's cheating, but based on what I told you about how it was believed that the knot was actually fused together and there was actually no physical way to untie it without loosening or without soaking the rope and working it, you know, you could probably eventually work it apart. But no one really knows for sure exactly. Um, and they, <clears throat> they have used computers to figure out how to untie his knot and eventually computers were able to figure it out. But we don't know because we weren't there exactly what all was done to manipulate the knot <coughs> before people started trying to untie it. So, with all of that, um, I'm pretty sure you guys are aware of what happened next um, because he wouldn't be known throughout history as Alexander the Great. He wouldn't be taught about in history lessons. Um, they wouldn't have made a movie about him, um, you know, if he wasn't great, if he didn't do what the prophecy foretold, which was to rule the known world. And he did. He conquered the Persians, which was amazing. You know, if you've ever seen the 300, which is a terribly, grossly, um, you know, serialized and not even really true <laughs> tale um, of what happened and about the Spartans. Um, but anyway, we won't get into that. It's like there's probably a lot in Alexander. I didn't really watch that one. Uh, probably need to, but um, I was, after watching the 300, I was just like, meh, you know. But anyway, um, the Persians were no joke. They had the largest army in the known world. They were a conquering race, and Alexander beat them. You know, he ruled the largest part of the world. I mean, and not many people have done that. You know, it's very rare that there have been empires that are worldwide uh, that have been created in history, and he's one of them. So, you know, whether you believe in the prophecy or not, he did do what they said he would do, which he probably would have done anyway. He was an extremely ambitious person, and he was a genius. He was a fantastic military um, commander. You know, he, he knew his stuff, and he was taught by some of the best people Earth had to provide. So when it comes to strategy and knowledge, you can't get much better than people like Aristotle in that time. So, um, yeah. So sometimes stepping away from the problem, sometimes looking at and finding a simpler solution does the trick. And that is my lesson for today. That's what I wanted to share with you guys. So if you ever find yourself frustrated and you can't figure something out, step back, step away, and then look at it from a different perspective. You might be surprised what you find. The solution was there all the time. You just were too busy trying to find a complicated solution. and. Yeah, I'm not just pointing you guys out. I do it all the time. And it was a great reminder for me to step back and find a simpler solution sometimes too. So I just want to share that with you guys. And I hope you enjoyed the history lesson. And uh, I guess I'll talk to you guys later. Thank you. And I've got some good things coming up for interviews on the show. 
and uh, just really excited to be a part of your day. So if you want to check me out on social media, you can hit me up on Dual Podcast on Instagram, Patreon, and Twitter. Dualpodcast.com for my website. If you're running a podcast and you want to get your site featured on any of these, just let me know. Shoot me an email via the site. Shoot me a direct message through Instagram or Twitter or Patreon, and I'll be more than happy to get you added. Okay? So with that, I'm going to say Car Thoughts out. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book. Because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them, and that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So... I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.